0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Monster 8 the pod, Pilot Podcast. I am the host and the creator, Brandon. It is Sunday night, so we're going have five songs I'm super into at the moment. Um, life in general, see what's going on, checking in the world of the 4th of July weekend. Um, hopefully you're doing good out there. I think it's been a stressful week for me at least. It's been just one of those weeks where you just kind of uh, anxiety up. I don't know, it's just kind of a shit week. So we're getting through it, got to get through it, got to keep working on it, kind of get better Stay positive, you know, I don't think I said that for the past few episodes. but always remember to keep working on yourselves. Oh, I have some new places that you can find my podcast on, actually, two of them I've already had set up, and I just completely forgot about them. so great work, Brandon um I'm on Spotify, Stitcher Radio Public, Amazon, Google Podcasts, Apple, and Anchor. There we go. Anchor also, the sponsor or whatever this podcast. I'm not sure if it's a sponsor. It was the ad read you probably heard at the very beginning of this. I think that's where it goes. I don't think I have a choice. Um I didn't I don't I'm still figuring this shit out. But also like it's it's been pretty simple with Anchor to do all this fun stuff. So, good for thanks thanks for doing it. It's free. Try it out. If you want to do this, do it, man. Just do it, bro. Do it, homie. I'm not sure why I said that. I sound like a fucking jackass. (laughs) Way to get started, Brandon. It's a minute and a half in and I already hate myself. Nah, I don't hate myself. Uh, but it's been a fun week. Working on, basically, this week, I'm trying to get to that point where I'm more confident in standing up for myself and not letting people walk all over me or kind of, uh, take me for granted or anything like that. Um, and I talked to my buddy Dan about this, uh, a year ago, a couple years ago, as I was kind of coming out of my shit, um because we're very similar people, we're like, you know, both kind of funny guys, who, uh, you know, like funny like like a clown, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, both funny guys, so like, sometimes we'd invite the jokes on ourselves, and some people would take that and kind of run with it and run us down, and we wouldn't really stand up, we would just kind of continue the joke on ourselves instead of standing up, and he says he's gotten to the point where if somebody tries that on him, if it's, you know, if it's kind of taking cheap shots, he tells them to go fuck themselves, so that's where I'm kind of trying to get to cuz ultimately I don't have to be your friend. I don't have to. If you're going to take cheap shots, go fuck yourself. You know I you know. I don't have to be your friend. I'd like us to be friends. I'd like us to get along, but ultimately I got to stand up. You can't take advantage of me just because I say yes and I can't help but help out. If you're going to take advantage of that, like, you know, I'm going to have to start standing up to myself a little bit more and that's that's tough. It's kind of tough to kind of bet on yourself that way or you know, it's 30 years of how I have been. Like how I've learned to be. And I have to unlearn that and redevelop a part of myself that's been a part of me, like I said, for over 30 years. So that's fun. That's really fun to fix shit like that. It's not. Now, like I said, it's five songs a night. We're going to talk about those five songs. I'm going to clear up a story from last time that I told half a story on, and we're going to uh, fix those up. I'm apologizing to the Gaslight Anthems, Alex Rosa- Rosamelia. Rosa I have to apologize to him next time. I know it's Alex now, and also the bass player, Alex Levine, because I forgot their names. I love I, I think they're great. I think that four piece is fantastic. Cannot wait to see them in Boston in a few months. In October, Jeff Rosenstock, who I'm really excited to see for the first time. Um, you know, his days in bomb the music industry, Amerigo Vespucci. Um not Amerigo, and Artigo v- Vespucci. Um, it's him and oh shit. The guy from um Is it Teen Problems? Is that the name of the band? Oh, come on, Brandon! Why do I forget this shit? Chris Farron. There we go, right? Yes. Anyways, anyways, um, yeah. Like I said, if you if you're enjoying what you're uh, listening to here, um, you know, people who get listen to podcasts like podcast, let them know about me. Spread the good word. See how far we can take this fun little journey. Um, I've got ad reads now, so I might make a dollar off this fucking thing. You never know. <laughs> Uh, It's 4th of July weekend People lighting off fireworks at 3 o'clock in the morning Aren't you so happy to hear it Aren't you so happy to hear it No you shouldn't be it's fucking stupid Why why are we doing that In this day and age Like what's the fucking point Like I get it if you're like 16 Cause you don't know any better you're just a young dumb kid You know like I did stupid shit like, I have corn cars, you know, throwing corn at cars. I have egg cars. I've done stupid shit like that. Because, you know, at a certain point, you're, you're youth. You do stupid shit. You got to learn. But I'm seeing people out there who are, like, fucking older than me, 31 plus, like, lighting off fireworks at 3 o'clock in the morning. Why? Because their life sucks. That's why. Like, seriously, there's no other way to say it. Like, because, who, Like, who's impressed? Is anybody? It's like, cause you know, what it's it's a fucking dude who's doing it. Um, any ladies out there who wake up at three o'clock in the morning being woke up by fireworks saying that's the guy for me? Is that, the, that that's the guy for me? That's the guy I want to get with. I need to go find that guy right now and give him my number. Like, no, nobody's impressed. Nobody fucking cares about you, man. I know I'm being pretty harsh on him, but seriously, what the fucking is the point? You're just being a nuisance for no fucking reason. You're being a child when you should be an adult. I don't know, I'm just kind of harder on that shit now. It's like, hey, act not so much act your age. Kill, still keep that child innocence, but be smart about it. You know, still treat things like you would as when you were a child or some shit. But at the same time, you're an adult now. You should be able to enjoy it in better ways and know what's stupid and what's not. Now you're just being a jackass. <laughs> I am such a grouchy old man. It's ridiculous. That's what I've turned into. I'm just a grouchy old man. That's what I am now. Just get used to it. Like, I'm going to be yelling at these damn kids and their fucking music here pretty soon. It's, it's happening. It's probably already happened. I've already started complaining about music on children now. Like, ugh. back in my day, <laughs> we used to listen to ska music. Oh, jeez, we did that. We did that. Less than Jake. Real big fish. Jeez, I don't know. There's still some ska I can listen to. I I can admit it. I can admit it. There's some still. There's still some ska music that I'll listen to from time to time. Whatever. You know what? Piss off. <laughs> this is my podcast. <laughs> uh, nah, but it, like I said, it's Fourth July weekend. Really, hasn't been too bad in my neighborhood with the fireworks. There's been a few that's like, this is a little late, guys. Come on. I mean, because I'm, I'm always thinking, I don't know, I guess I'm a compassionate type. Like, think about all the fucking guys who had to go overseas, and they had to be woken up at 3 o'clock in the morning to the sound of gunfire. Their life's at stake. Their best. Their friends die around them. And now you're waking them up just because you want to, you know, quote-unquote celebrate America, which you're not fucking doing. You're just being a fucking asshole by lighting off fireworks at 3 o'clock in the morning. Waking up that guy. Putting him in a bad state of mind. Maybe throwing him off the deep end. Like, come on. Have some goddamn compassion for your fellow fucking citizen. It's pretty simple. Come on. Let's go, guys. Bring it together. (laughs) Oh, shit. What a start. Um, so we'll just jump in, man. It's like, what, tomorrow is, uh, July 4th. So, uh, you know, the fireworks will be hailing over Little Eden tomorrow night. Um... Which brings me into my first song, i we're gonna jump right into this thing. First song is "America the Beautiful" by Ray Charles. I, I'm not a huge fan of all of those really over-the-top patriotic songs. I think a lot of them are garbage. I think they just play on emotion. They don't have any like artistic merit. I know I sound like a fucking fart noise, but you know what? I gotta say what I gotta say. I don't think a lot of them have any artistic merit. There's nothing really behind them besides sentiment and just kind of, playing to like your emotions, like you know. It's like when you're like super into your own baseball, like your own uh, like sports team, and you just don't see anything wrong with what they're doing. You can't be objective about it. That's what I think a lot of those songs are. Um, but this song, I I do like "America the Beautiful." I think it's a good song overall, especially when Ray Charles does it. Cause Ray Charles is such a fucking giant in the world of music. Such a wonderful voice, such a talent, just such a feeling when you listen to him, it, man. It's great. It's wonderful. I really love uh, Ray Charles. I don't think I'm not sure if I have any of his records. I need to look into that. I should know, but you know, I have 315 babies. You know, when you have that many kids, you're not going to remember all their names. You're not. I mean, look, you had the goddamn Duggars out there with like 23 kids. You think they remembered all their names? No, they did not. They did not. They didn't even know what they were doing half the fucking time, and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, seriously. Oh, God. I hate that whole fucking thing. 23 kids. Why are you having 23 kids? That's ridiculous. You're not going to be able to take care of all of them. It's impossible. You have 23 kids you're trying to nurture and bring up correctly. No, you did it for fucking attention. Like, that's all it was. It was just a long play to be, like, famous. That's all it fucking was. And that's that's, that's our society now. It's all Everything's about attention. And, the, like, yeah, I don't you know, and then I kind of got what they deserved. One of their kids turned into a fucking pedophile, which uh, I believe, if you've listened to me before, you know what I think about pedophiles. Not for me. So, you know, controversial as that is, no. <laughs> that's like my, that's like uh, Norm Macdonald talking about Hitler, about how, <laughs> you know, the more I learn about him, less I like him. That's that's like me and pedophiles. That's, that's my joke there, is like that Norm bit, which my buddy JR just texted me about Norm a little bit ago. Love love JR, good guy Great guy, best guy You know, if I was going to do a tier list Top tier, top tier If I was doing a to, a to F rankings He'd be in the A class, good guy that guy Wish him the best Oh, my knee popped I am so fucking old, it's ridiculous Um No, but I, I love uh, America to Beautiful by Ray Charles Like I said, it just it, it also plays during the fireworks scene of Sandlot, which I'll watch tomorrow I'm so excited to watch that Man, just have that feeling of being young again, baseball, Wendy Peppercorn. Oh, my God. That was my first crush, without a doubt. Still still crush hard. I still, you know, everybody has that Wendy Peppercorn, that first crush you have. Which, that's what the movie is. Even Wendy Peppercorn in the movies, like, you know, is, it's Quint's uh, first crush and all that, and you just can't take it. And, uh, yeah, that's the same thing. Like, Wendy Peppercorn, I was like seven. Even then, like seven before, I mean, pre-puberty and all that. I was like, man, Wendy Peppercorn. <laughs> Oh, it's like Cherry Valance or something from The Outsiders. It's like the, yeah, that's what it is right there. It's the 90s version of uh, Cherry Valance's "Windy Peppercorn. No, I love the scene. I can't wait to watch that. It's a whole bunch of skits. It's just a great movie. But yeah, they always play, you know, American Beautiful plays over uh, the fireworks scene where they get to play at night because of the fireworks lighting up the sky. It's really cool. I love that scene. I love that movie. I can't wait to watch it tomorrow. Once I get home from work. I, know, I just love how, like, you know, it plays into, like, the whole nostalgic view of America, which that's, like, the, for me, that's what 4th of July kind of is, like, you know, the sparklers, kind of the community, the hot dogs, baseball, um, kind of that whole view of America, you know, you kind of ignore the problems of, like, the 50s and 60s, um, and just take in, like, the great parts, <laughs> you know, and uh, that's what it is, I you know, it's 57 Chevys, it's, uh, you know, it's it's the music, it's... It's kind of that, I don't know, it's the kids running around with their shirts tucked in all the time, local pools, uh, you know, Booker T and the MGs playing music all the time. I love it. You know, Springsteen and Seeger were great in the 70s, I kind of uh, talking about those times through the lens of the 70s, kind of that, you know, it's kind of like how people talk about the 90s now. That's what kind of what Seeger, Springsteen were talking about in the 70s when they kind of wrote their songs like Born to Run, um, Cadillac Ranch, I do love Cadillac Ranch. River, even. Um, I guess the River's are very much the 70s songs, but like Born to Run, Jungle, especially Born to Run, the record, has all that kind of wishing for that time. Not so much wishing, but kind of longing for maybe a time that never existed, but for a time in the head that existed in America. I don't know. I like, I like, I think I like Springsteen. I think I like that guy a lot. Seeger, <laughs> I, I like Seeger. I do. I don't like, I, you know, I don't think Seeger ever put together a great record. I don't think he ever did. I th- he put together good records, but I don't think he ever made a great record. I think there's always Laws in everything I listen to. Like, I like a lot of his stuff. Like, Night Moves is a great song. Humming a Song from 1962. Like, uh, Gasol Anthems is a great reference to that, and uh, Great Expectations, which a uh, song off that album will be one of the songs this week. I'll get to it later. Yeah, but Humming a Song from 1962. Mm, that's, a, that's, a, that's a picture painter, man. Or, like, you know... Not even, like, a picture painter. You know. You know what song you're humming. You know what song that guy's humming. You kind of... And you... Yeah, you kind of know what's kind of going on when you listen to that song. It's great. Yeah, but Seeger... Um... I like Night Moves. I like, um... Hollywood Nights is a cool track. So is... What else is a good one? I don't think I've been talking on this mic right the whole time. I'm a jackass. (laughs) Uh... Yeah, with Hollywood Nights, You'll Accompany Me. I like the guitar and You'll Accompany Me. And then I don't really care for Turn the Page that much. Um, rock and Roll Never Forgets is a decent track. Old time rock and roll is a little bit overplayed, but still kind of a cool song. I really love Against the Wind songwriting-wise. I hate the piano in that song. I don't know whether it's just not mixed properly or what's going on. It seems it's like very loud and grating. It's kinda of like Lovely Day by Bill Withers. Like you get to the outro of Lovely Day and it's just Bill Withers, you know, holding out Lovely Day, you know, like that, doing that thing for like and the, like it's like it's the mix is completely off and it's grating and I hate it. I love Bill Withers, but I hate that fucking song. I kind of, I hate that song. Like the song's alright up to that point, and then it just goes off a fucking deep end. And like, it nosedives hard on that outro. And it's like four minutes on that outro for some fucking reason. That's kind of the same thing with me for um, Against the Wind, with the piano. The piano is just kind of, it's over, I think it's just too loud, or it just cuts through too much. It's way too prominent for some reason. I don't know whether it's just not mixed right, or whether it's just, whether I picked out something I didn't like, and it just kind of, now it's all I can hear but otherwise like the songwriting saves it cuz the song is beautiful. I love Against the Wind. That's a great fucking tune. Like just um like yeah, it's got that great kind of uh it's like I said it's a, it's a, it's a picture painter, man. A picture. It's a it's a canvas painting, man. Uh, yeah. It's like yeah, it's like yeah, that. like yeah, I like, see it got like, Springsteen. I don't care for Mellencamp. I don't I like Authority Song. Jack and Diane was like cool when I was a teenager. And then I heard "Born to Run," and like so- those songs, I'm like, "Oh, this is way better than that." So I don't know. Alan Camp never did anything for me. Not really. Like I said, Authority song was fine. It's cool, but the rest of it is just kind of meh. Like it doesn't really do much for me at all. If you like him, good for you. But Alan Kemp's not for me. I don't know. I'm just a I'm an ass. I think he's a good guy. I'm pretty sure he's a pretty good guy. He might be a great guy for all I know. Never met him. But yeah. His music stuff, meh. It's whatevs. Um, now about America the Beautiful by Ray Charles? I can't wait to watch The Sandlot tomorrow. I'm so excited. Like a kid on Christmas. It's like a Christmas story for me on 4th of July. Gotta watch it. Gotta watch The Sandlot. Oh, that's right. I need to clear up this story. So um, on Wednesday, I started telling a story about kicking my sister in the mouth and knocking a tooth out. Then I started talking about my thing with, like, the weird fear I have of stuff happening to my feet. And then I completely got lost, and I never, like, talked about how I kicked the tooth out of my sister's mouth. And I made it to seem like I just beat the shit out of my sister. (laughs) Which, uh, you know, I don't do. I've never done. You know, we were kids. We got in some fights, but I don't even really think we got fist fights. Yeah, I don't think that ever happened. She may have slapped me around or something like that. Nah, sister's a good kid. A plus, she's an A plus girl One of the A plus ladies of the life I mean, she's like, she's the tier below God Which is, uh, my mother, so Um, no, like, so basically what happened Um, like I said, I'm very ticklish in my feet We're at my aunt's house I'm like eight, she's like six Maybe I'm nine, something like that Um She's tickling my feet And I, like I said, I'm so fucking ticklish I'm flailing, I'm flailing I'm so ticklish On my feet it's flailing around, and I just straight up, like a Mirko Crow Cop high kick, right to the jaw. Just bam, like audible smack of my foot hitting her right in the jaw. And it takes a second, and her tooth comes out. It's like one of her baby teeth comes right out. And she just loses it. You yeah, know, because she's six. Like, you, you kick, if you kick a six-year-old in the mouth, they're probably going to cry. I mean, you shouldn't be kicking a six-year-old in the mouth. Like I said, it was an accident. Yeah, I, yeah. today if I kick six-year-old in the mouth, I don't care if it was an accident or not. You probably should do something about it. <laughs> no, like I said, it was a complete accident. I just kicked her in. Like, she was just so scared of losing her baby teeth. Uh, yeah, I kicked it right out. And she, like I said, she cried and cried and cried. Um, and I think not too long after that, I can't remember if it was before or after that, she had one tooth that was so loose it was just ready to come out and she would not take it out because she was so scared. Like I'm ninety nine percent sure it was my brother. Maybe it was my cousin Eric. Or maybe it was me even. Uh we had a blanket and like, you know, we're doing whatever and we throw the blanket over top of her. Like I said, just like, you know, cover her or something like that. Like like that, just goofing off. And uh her tooth fell out because of it. And she lost her mind. You'd have thought we broke her bones with this fucking blanket. She lost her mind and cried her eyes out because she lost her tooth. <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, good times. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't beat the shit out of my sister and knock a tooth out. I accidentally kicked her because she was tickling me. So really, it was her fault. So she, you know, she she's got to take the blame here. She lost that tooth because of her own choices. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, what was it talking about? American Beautiful. Yeah, that's the song we're on. Talking about that idyllic America and like fifty-seven Chevy stuff like that. My dad had a fifty-seven Chevy. Still have the husk of it. Um, I think my brother might have dismantled it by now. Like I said, it it was it was rough, you know. He's he's he inherited the dad my dad's dream of putting it back together. Um, I'm not sure if he's still doing it or not. But yeah, this time of year, certain songs that get scratched into your soul, you know what I mean. Makes me get that feeling of I should just quit my job, go down and say, What's it gonna take to get this bad boy running? Get this bad boy running for one last like ride, man. Take it west, chase the sunset or disappear, man. Maybe never come back. You know what I mean? Get a pack of Marlboros, put it in my sleeve, get a nice bomber jacket, slick my hair back with pomade, try to cover up this bald spot I got going on, you know, get the tunes going, and just, you know, like I said, chase that idea of America. That's what this time of year is for me, man. It's just nothing but nostalgia. That's what I've been listening to Gaslight Anthem's 59 sound, one of my favorite records. Like, oh, man, I fucking love that record. It's like this is the time of year I was talking about the other day, and I decided I've got to be listening to this record right now. And I've, I've listened to it like two or three times this week just because, I, I don't know, I get these earworms where I just kind of listen to songs over and over again. And right now, like I said, I, I listen to Gas Anthem's 59 sound three times. I fucking love that record. One of the songs is going to be Song of the Week, but I'm going to kind of wrap the show up with it because I love it so much. I don't know why. I don't know why I, I kind of started here. <laughs> Whatever. We keep moving, man. Let's just jump into song number two. Song I don't know, man, the 57. That'd be so cool. I don't know if it had a top. Nah, it didn't have the top that could roll down. And the top rolled down on a Saturday night. Old White Lincoln by the Gaslight Anthem. That's a great song. It's not, the song, not one of the songs this week, but it's a great fucking tune. High top sneakers and a sailor tattoo and an old 55 that can drive through the roof. Oh, I fucking love Brian's writing in that time. Dripping with not just nostalgia but references to other artists like Bruce, uh, Bob Dylan, Tom Petty, Seeger, Otis Redding, all um, oh, those great Jimmy Ruffin, a whole bunch of other guys. He's making references to. Oh, was, Brian was such. On, he was. he's still makes great music now, but he was on fucking fire in two thousand eight. Now, but song number two is a good, probably a big reference for uh, not a big. Um, I know Brian's referenced this guy, um, or referenced this band quite a bit. It's The Replacements. I fucking love The Replacements. 1985 Tim um, song called Left of the Dial. I love Left of the Dial. I've heard so many of my favorite musicians Dave House, um, Brian Fallon, um, Craig Finn. I've heard so many people talk about that song about how great it is. I know Craig Finn talks about Bastards of Young a lot too. Um, I, heard, I saw him and Titus Andronicus perform Bastards of Young together. What a fucking show that was! That was really cool. It was like the Live at Shea Stadium when he did, um, when Titus Andronicus Patrick did, um, The Most Lamentable Tragedy. What a cool record that was, rock opera. But no, they did Bastards of Young on stage and it was great. Um, but no, Left of the Dial. I fucking love Left of the Dial. It's, it, I got that Tar at the point. I just, The subject, you know, it's kind of like, you know, kind of singing about all of his friends that are musicians, too. You know, and he'll find you left of the dial. He'll find you on the radio. We'll find you out there living the life you want to lead, you know, continuing to do what you want to do. Like, I fucking love it, man. Great song. I love Tim. I have that record. You know, you have, like, Here Comes a Regular. You got, what is it? uh, I want to say Little Mascara. I can't remember. Yeah, Little Mascara. Uh, Here Comes a Regular. Can't hardly wait. No, can't hardly wait. It's not on that record. It's on shit. The record before that. Yeah, I think Hank Harley waits on the record before that. And then, obviously, you got Bastards of Young. I fucking love Bastards of Young, but, like, yeah, like I said I decided to go with, um... I almost said Here Comes the Regular. <laughs> Left of the Dial. I love Left of the Dial. Such a great record. I might, I might listen to that whole record this week. I might, I might do it. I might pop it on. You know what? I might plug in the headphones into the, uh... And to the receiver over there, and just listen to it tonight. It's a great record to listen to. I love the Replacements, man. I ought to go see them when they get back, if they ever get back together again, if they ever play another show. That'd be great. It'd be oh man, what a time that was. What a what a great bunch of bands that were in Minnesota. What a great bunch of bands. You know, you had like uh, Husker Du, you have the Replacements, you have Hold Steady. Eventually, you got Prince, you got Bob Dylan, you've got uh, Banner Pilot, Off With their heads. You've got so many great. Minnesota bands, like it's kind of dope. Good for Minnesota, Minneapolis, man. I love Minneapolis. I went to the t- Twin Cities a couple years ago. I Didn't get down to St. Paul. I really wanted to, but it, like it's a it's a it's a pretty sprawling city, so it take me a while to get down there. Kind of stayed on uh, East Thirteenth Street because of uh shit. This is how a resurrection really feels by uh. The Hold Steady makes a reference to East 13th. They got a mural up on East 13th that says, Hallelujah, rest in peace. I went looking for that fucking thing. Couldn't find it. it might, I I think it's still out there somewhere. I think it's like a Bigfoot thing or something like that. You know, somebody somebody saw it. Somebody knows where it's at. But yeah, nah, Bigfoot's not fucking real. Get over yourselves. <laughs> uh, that does lead me into my third song of the week. It is Constructive Summer. The first song off Stay Positive by... uh. The Hold Steady, They're two 2000, I think it's 2008, yeah, 2008 record, Stay Positive, Constructive Summer. What a fucking jam, what a fucking jam. The guitars at the beginning, drums kicking in right after that, uh, Franz, Nikolai's uh, keyboards are kicking in too, and then it just comes roaring through, Galen just driving it with his bass, and I think, what, is it Chris, the drummer? I'm going to apologize to him. Yeah, it's, I think, I'm 90% sure it's Chris, so I'm probably 100% fucking wrong. Damn it. <laughs> Uh no, they come like him and Galen has come driving in and oh man, it's just like it's a great sing along. Me and my friends are like Double Whiskey, Coke No Ice, Dillinger Four, what a reference. I said I love listening to him do that live. People are just so into it. It's just one of those it's a great start to a record. It's a great opener. It's a great opener at a show. It's a great opener, um on a record. It's also one of those great songs you could plop in the middle of a set list. You know, you kind of play the slow one, then you drive right back in with Constructive Summer. Fuck yeah love that. And there's a couple of just absolutely wonderful lines in uh, this song that just, I think, also kind of apply for a lot of people out there I think can really identify with these records. Because, you know, it's, it's all about... A lot of the songs plays in the mythology of uh, Craig Finn's writing and, like, the, the whole study in general, you know, the whole come down after the party, like Hallelujah, Gideon, uh, Charlemagne, those characters, uh, Sapphire, you know, people like that. And, um there's so many cool references throughout that some of them you may not get doesn't matter it's still a great tune uh, there's like a whole there's a website out there called clicks and hisses if you ever get into the hold steady clicks and hisses is a great website because you can kind of you know if you're kind of lost in terms of his references you can jump in on clicks and hisses and see exactly what he's talking about or just kind of what's uh, going on in the song who's referencing the geography the maps like all this really cool work has been done on this site called clicksandhisses.com so if you ever get into the hold steady is a excellent companion piece for uh for oh shit for uh any hold steady song like if you started hold steady it's one of those bands like you can't just like oh I'll, i just give you my favorite track or give you my favorite record to go off of it's like no you should start with uh, it almost killed me and just move forward from there because it's kind of a continuous story so you know you you enjoy stay pies po- stay positive or um the new one oh shit almost said family farm Open door policy. Um, you can enjoy those records, but I think you'd enjoy them way more if you start from the very beginning. I love Constructive Summer, but uh, a couple of lines in general. Um, you know, let this be our annual reminder that we can all be something bigger. Because, um, yeah, we fucking can be, man. We fucking can be. You just got to get out there. You got to give it a shot. Do it. Just give it a shot. Like, you know, not all of us are going to make it, but you know what? You can be one of those people that make it. You just got to go for it, man. You know, we're going to build something this summer. What's going to hurt worse? Like, You know you know what's going to hurt worse than falling down if you fail? Is the fact that you never gave it a shot. And that's one thing that I've, you know, I have so many regrets on my 20s about not taking shots when I needed to. And those hurt way worse than getting shot down, let me tell you. Um, but, yes, you just got to give it a fucking go. Go for it, man. And, uh, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, you know, we can all be something bigger. Like I said, if you fall down, you're going to get back up. You know why? Because I believe in you, motherfucker. You can do it, man. <laughs> uh, then, you know, raise a toast to St. Joe Strummer when you get there, man. <laughs> and like another line, I think it's in the same vein in that song. It's like the second to the last line. Yeah. Um, You know, getting older makes it harder to remember. We are our only savers. Because we are, man. At the end of the day, it's not about God. It's not about your family. It's not about your friends. It's not about your community. It's eventually all down to you to do it. You know, eventually you, like, if I, you know, if I'm not trying, you're not going to get, you can't get other people to do it, man. You eventually have to do it yourself. And ultimately, you got it in you because you could be something bigger. You know, you can, you know, you are your own savior. You got to get out there and do it. Everybody else is just adding to the belief that you should have in yourself. Like I said, it's taken me a long time to get there. I still have a lot of days where I don't believe in myself at all. But I'm fucking trying. That's, you know, ultimately, that's the most important thing is that you're actually trying to get better. You're actually trying to, you know, improve yourself, you know and that's they that's you know like i said a lot of lyrics connect with me differently or i really have jumped in on those or something like that i've really attached to my life and just attached to my mindset like I say i say stay positive and get better stay positive obviously the name of this record it's also a great song on this record and it's a great way to kind of see the world you know obviously like it's not like a uh, ted lasso type say positive thing where you know everything is just everything's hunky dory <laughs> i do love that fucking tv show though um Everything's just wonderful and great all the time. It's like, no, it's like obviously things are rough, but ultimately you can get through it, man. You just got to stay positive positive, keep working. Stay positive, not so much just like positive, everything's good, everything's great. It's like positive, keep moving forward. Keep moving in a positive direction. I know I just said positive 35 times, but guess what? I'm positive that I'm going to positively say it again. Positively. <laughs> uh, but no, we're, yeah, we are only saviors, man. And we're going to build something this summer. We're going to, you know, build something we're all going to remember. Climb with top of the water towers. You know? Another thing I really like this about this record is, like, uh, I love seeing that a lot of my favorite artists crisscross, and they're also, like, good friends. Makes you feel part of a community. Like, um, Ben Nichols from Lucero's and Constructive Summer, when they're singing the refrain, we're going to build something this summer. Going to build something this summer. That's, like, the refrain, you know? Um... Ben Nichols sings that. He's also on magazines. He's also in Sequestered from Memphis, which I could do like fucking hours worth of uh, podcasts about Sequestered from Memphis and how great of a song that is. That's such a wonderful song. Um, But yeah, Ben Nichols is all over this record too, like the lead singer from Lucero. And uh, it's really cool to hear that. uh, Then there's other songs like uh, Chuck Reagan's on 59 Sound. Um, Brian Fallon's on... um, Meet Me in the Middle by Chuck Reagan, Like, all these guys are kind of like, uh, you know, Craig Finn does backing vocals on Titus Andronicus, The Monitor, which is like my third favorite record of all time behind Born to Run and Sticky Fingers by The Stones. That's right. I have never talked about The Stones on this podcast how much I love them. They're my second favorite music act ever behind Spruce. Like, I fucking love The Stones. I need to talk about them more. Like Wild Horses and just Sticky Fingers in general is just a fucking woof, 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 woof. I don't know, but back to Constructive Summer. Yeah, like, like, all my friends, like, not my friends, all my, like, favorite artists are always crisscrossing, and, you know, it's really cool. I saw American Aquarium's going to be playing Lucero uh, Family, is it I think they call it the Family Reunion down in Memphis, or the outdoor, like, they do, like, this big uh, thing. I, usually, it used to be in December, I think. They're doing it in September this year, but American Aquarium's going to be there, which is always really neat. Yeah, I love it. I love the Hold Steady, man. They're so fucking wonderful. It's so great. Settle my headphone cord. Oh. What is that, three songs? I'm thinking I'm three songs in, man. Oh. Next song, number four. It's a little bit of cheating on this one. There's a little bit of cheating here, I will admit. Um, because it's not a Hold Steady song, but it's also, it's Craig Finn again. Craig Finn, lead singer of the Hold Steady. Um, it's one of his solo songs. It's a little bit cheating, but what the fuck ever. It's my list. It's my podcast. You have to do, you have to listen to what I have to talk about. Well, I mean, you don't have to. You can always just turn off. (laughs) Don't. Um, the song is off of I Need a New War. But the actual version that I'm kind of really listening to again is off of All These Perfect Crosses. It's acoustic version. It's called Magic Marker. And um, a little bit off to the side from this song, I think this song's a great companion piece to a conversation I got to have with a couple friends the other day. Because uh, they asked me a question, and then they tried to back out of the question because they thought it was like, oh shit, you know, I worded that wrong. And it, it wasn't worded wrong. I just think some people don't think. Um, what's this guy's name? Josh Henley? I don't know if I talked about this before or not. I think it's Josh Henley. He's—I guess he's made this really great record that's on my to-do list. Is it Henley? I can't fucking remember. I, I'll apologize next time. I should look it up. Um, he sent out a like a tweet about sobriety to people interviewers. Is like, hey, he's like, you know, never be scared to ask me about my sobriety. It's such a huge part of my life, and ultimately, if it makes one person better, I've done my job. You know, along those lines, paraphrasing obviously. Um, and that's how I kind of feel about it. Like, never be scared to ask me about my sobriety. You asking me about it is not going to tip me over the edge. I mean, shit, I've got a whole fucking liquor cabinet here in my house still. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. If, that's, if that doesn't tip me over the edge, you asking me about my sobriety will never tip me over the edge. Um, but, no, like, they asked it and they kind of got a little weird about the question. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, it, but it was a hard question to answer because I think it, there's it's just complicated with h- how I am, you know? Yeah, I'm a complicated guy. Um, uh, they asked me, basically, do I miss drinking at all? Do I miss it? And obviously it's complicated because, yes, I, I do miss it. I miss it a lot. Like, I I love going to, you know, going to a pub or going to a watering hole, going to anywhere, you know, while the game's on and drinking a fucking Mexican beer because I love the Pacificos. I love stuff like that. Uh, The Portsmouth Brewing Company had a really good uh, Portsmouth Bill, a Cerveza. Um, No, but I do miss that, you know. I miss that a lot. I miss drinking rum and Cokes during the summer. Um, But I just know now, like right now, it's just, I can't do it. Can't touch it. Can't touch it still. I'm still in that phase. Um, I don't miss, obviously, how it made me, like what it turned me into, like this monstrous, um, angry, depressed like shadow of a person so like no i don't miss that at all i don't think you could so like you know but i do miss like the camaraderie that can come from drinking you know know, hang out with your friends uh the spontaneity of like what could kind of occur making new friends getting out there seeing people meeting people finding people um good times that can come from it because i feel like some people they haven't like cut me out of their lives but they have kind of They're weary of inviting me to things because they don't know how I'll react because it might be to a bar or to a restaurant with alcohol at it. Um, Access is not a problem for me, luckily, like being around it. Like I said, I have a whole fucking liquor cabinet like three feet from me right now. Doesn't bother me one bit. I've never picked up one of those bottles and thought like I'm going to have to drink this tonight if I don't get rid of it or I'm going to lose my mind if I have this around. Nah, I think I still have an old Pacifico in my fridge. That's more gross than anything because it just means I need to clean out my fucking fridge. (laughs) <laughs> no, but I think it's still in there, but it doesn't bother me that it's in there, like whatever, I always forget about it, like you know that's not my problem is access my problem's always never been how much I drink was always my problem was the what came from it the depression issues, the suicide issues the all that horse shit uh that I've talked about a lot um yeah, so like missing it, obviously, I miss huge parts of it. I miss like you know going to a bar and Getting something to eat and having a beer with it. Actually, I actually did not like that as much towards the end. If I went to, like, a bar at, like, lunchtime, had a drink and food, I had to go home and take a nap and feel like shit for the next day. (laughs) Like, it always happened. Always felt like garbage, man. No, but, you know, I miss going to a bar late at night, getting to know bartenders, getting to know, know the regulars, playing pool, stuff like that. Obviously, you miss that stuff. Miss the wildness of youth, all that fun, all that fun nonsense. Walking home because you're too drunk, and then having to walk back to your car the next day. <laughs> That's actually never was that fun. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I, like I said, I miss it. I do miss it, but it's not something I can li- like. That it's something I can live without. You know, I I, I said early on because it's day six seventy seven, six seventy six of sobriety, which I. Should have got the fucking calculator up, duh. Should have talked about that earlier. Good for me, six seventy six, because last time was six sixty nine. <laughs> I'm such a fucking child. Uh, no, like I said, it's it's something I don't miss, or not so much that I don't miss. It's something I know I can live without. And I said beginning on that I, you know, I might go back to it, but it's not gonna happen anytime soon. It's just you know I don't have the need, I don't have the want. And also, I feel like, you know, there's times where I still go through gaps of, um, shit, uh, gaps of, not improvement gaps, of motivation. Like, where I'm not motivated to do as much, or I'm kind of, you know, not getting through that, where I just, you know, so the amount of days I've been sober is kind of the motivation that keeps me going through a lot of days. Like, oh, can I get to 667? Can I get to 700? Can I get to 1,000? Can I do these really cool things that, like, I never would have thought possible, you know, two days into sobriety? <laughs> yeah, so, like, uh, so, so yeah, it's a, it's a cool thing. It's, a, it's an interesting conversation. It's something I'd probably have to think about more. Like, do I miss it? Yes? No? You know, obviously, the answer always lies somewhere in the middle. Oh, Back hurts. I've been sitting too long. Cause I'm old. That no, it's a good companion piece with Craig Finn's Magic Marker. Magic Marker is kind of about this guy who's uh, reflecting a little bit on his life. You know, he's made some uh, rough choices throughout his life. He's been then a physical altercation left him changed forever, and stuff like that. And now he's got to kind of live with uh, kind of those rougher decisions. He's looking back on. Not I mean not so much that was it all worth it, but kind of how he can't have those days anymore just because of how everything turned out it's a beautiful song I love it acoustically he does a version of it on I can't remember the radio station's name I think it's in like Denmark or Norway or something like that it's like one of those like when he's on tour and Laura Stevenson sings on it too and I love Laura Stevenson she's so wonderful um no it's, it's, it's such a beautiful little tune uh, magic marker, but in the uh, in that version on that's on the radio station, he throws these lines in. Uh, half my friends went off with heroin, and motorcycles did the others in. And like being from fucking Portsmouth, Ohio, you can identify with half your friends going off with heroin, man. Jesus, that's so what I'm. I'm. I'm unbelievably fortunate, actually. I don't think anybody I've ever considered a close friend. I don't think any of them that have ever like would have considered me a close friend either. Like, obviously I know people who have overdosed and died from heroin or have been brought back to life or, you know, stuff like that. Um, Narcan or whatever the fuck. Um, I don't know. It's like, I'm lucky enough to where none of my close friends have ever died on it. Um, I really hope I'm not forgetting somebody. I'll feel so fucking bad if I forgot somebody. But, you know, I've been very fortunate. Because being from Portsmouth, man, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's all over the place. It's all... Not just Portsmouth. I shouldn't say Portsmouth. It's... It's all over the place down there. It's all over the place in Appalachia. Just because, you know, fucking pharmacy companies, those pieces of shit, fucking hang them high, man. Um, No, like, you know, it's wild to think that I actually... It's almost statistically almost impossible that somebody I didn't consider close didn't... Hasn't overdosed and died from it. It's wild. Um, But ultimately... Yeah. I still know a few people, man. It's... Hopefully... They they can figure that shit out. It's probably too fucking late now. Goddamn. It's stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Well, hopefully they get better. Hopefully they get better, man. Hopefully they can find the strength. Because I knew how tough it was for me to stop drinking alcohol or just kind of get my depression issues under control. I can't imagine having something like that to try to get under control, having that fucking monster. Jesus. Um... Excuse me. No, but Magic Marker's is a great song, especially when he plays acoustically. it acoustically. Has like a little bit of different feeling, a little bit more um, different kind of longing, maybe the word, than the actual version on the record. Which I do love the record version as well, but the acoustic version just has a different kind of like uh, emotion behind it. It's definitely a little bit more reflective, a little bit more, maybe not sad, but it's definitely got something in there, a little bit different than what the recorded version on the record does. I say that. Also, that version on that radio station with Laura Stevenson. Obviously, you put Laura Stevenson on anything, it's going to be fucking great. Like, she's just a, she is a treasure. Ugh. Big yawn, because I'm old. I guess we go into the last song of the night, then we'll try to get you out of here. I was talking about Gaslight Anthem earlier, 59 sound. What a great record that was! 2008. That's 18, 19 year old Brandon getting really kind of changing his world views in terms of music. Used to be very much a classic rock guy. I wasn't even a big Springsteen guy till probably after the Gaslight Anthem. Even the Gaslight Anthem probably got me really start getting into Springsteen. But they made such a great record. Even Sinker Swim before that was great, but I, you know, I didn't know about them then. Um, you know, there's, here's looking at you, kid. There's Meet Me by the River's Edge, which is just a ode to Springsteen. Um, you got even cowgirls get the Bruise, which talks a lot about Bob Dylan and Tom Petty. You got film noir which is great. You got let's see Casanova baby. You got Patient Ferris Will. You got Miles Davis and the Cool. Great Expectations obviously in the title track 59 Sound. You got Old White Lincoln. But ultimately for me the song from that record that I've been most into since I was listening to it this week is The Backseat which is the closer, The Backseat. Is such a great track, especially when Benny goes into the um, second pre-chorus and his drums are just driving, like it's just boom, 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 like oh he's coming in hard on it, man. And um, like he's coming in so hard, and like you're just really feeling your heart's pumping with it. And um, like I don't know, like I said, it's like you you know the. You know exactly what they're talking about. It's one of those, like, it's it's picture painters, man. You know, you know the girl, you know the situation, you know the smell, you know the feeling, you know, like, what was playing on the radio in the, like, in the car, because you know you've been in that situation. I was lucky enough to have that situation where, you know, you're in the backseat with a girl that you might be in love with because you're, like, 16, 17 years old. I'm not saying sexual stuff happened. We're not going in that. Not going to kiss and tell. It's impolite. It's impolite to kiss and tell. But you know you've been i've lucky enough to have that situation I'm in the back seat of the car. I've got the girl of my dreams sitting right beside me, you know, oh, you know it gives you goosebumps, just kind of thinking about that youth part of your life and um you know like i said you can I, I can remember the songs that were on the radio, I can remember the smell in the air, I can remember the you know. What everything tasted like you, it's like, it's so vivid and the backseat, like whenever he, like those drums are kicking in on that second pre-chorus drives all of that to the forefront of my mind. And like, you know, you know, the summer always brought in those wild and reckless breezes. And in the back seat, we're just trying to find some room to breathe. That is, oh man, it's goosebumps. It's wonderful. It's a great fucking line. It's such a great song. Oh, great closer tune, especially when they kick off, um, right after here's looking at you kid, which fuck, that's a great, that's, the TV show, The New Girl, had a notion in it called uh, Goosebumps' walkaway line. And one of the characters kind of come up with that, like, cool line when you say it and you walk away. The king of walk walkaway lines is Here's Looking at You, Kid, from Casablanca. Oh, my God. What a great film. But that line is so beautiful. It's not just beautiful. It's just a great line. It's just that great. It's like, look somebody in the eye and say, Here's Looking at You, Kid. Like, God damn, that's a fucking great line. I love that movie. Love that line. And it's a great fucking song by the Gaslight Anthem. Wonderful song. Excellent song. But the backseat by the Gaslight Anthem, which is the next song, is the closer coming in off, here's looking at UK, which is a little bit more just kind of slow guitar-based. Backseat just kind of roars into the finale. And like I said, you hit that, like that boom, boom. Oh man, Benny's on his fucking game. The whole band's on his game for the whole record. Like Brian was just on fire at the time. Like, um just oh it's just a great record. It's a great song. Like I said, I can I can still like I said, it I love those songs that can just bring forth the whole picture in your mind. Like I said, I talked about the first episode Jungle Land, like, you know, barefoot girl sitting on the hood of hood of a dodge drinking warm beer in the soft summer rain. You know exactly who owns the Dodge, you know the girl, you know, you know, you know the temperature of what it was outside that day. You know exactly what he's talking about. In the backseat, that, that chorus, like, you know, or the, the pre-chorus or whatever you want to call it, that's, that's it. I mean, same thing. Like, you know you I mean? It paints the picture. It sets the setting. And you put the characters in, man. It's you. It's the girl of your dreams. It's the guy of your dreams. It's whatever. You know it. It's great. It's such a wonderful song. I fucking love that song so much. I'm going to listen to it like two or three times tonight. Maybe four times. I fucking love The Backseat. Oh, I cannot wait to see them in Boston later this year. I can't wait to go back to Boston. I can't wait. I can't wait for a lot of things. I'm excited about being excited again, which is always wonderful, because I used to not get excited about anything. I used to be just like, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Oh, I don't care. I don't care. Well, you know what? I do care about stuff. I do care about something, and it should matter. It should matter what I think. It should matter that I care about it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like I just took a bump of fucking coke, and I just went off the fucking rails. Gee whiz, Brandon, calm it down. (laughs) No, but, like, yeah, it's just... uh, I'm really excited about being excited about stuff again. That started coming around, like, a year ago. Uh, Like, being excited about doing stuff. Like, and just... Like I said, now I'm excited about being excited. It's kind of cool. Like I said, it's just... You know, it's not going to change overnight. you got to keep growing. you got to just keep moving forward every day. got to, you know, you know, we are our only saviors. Got to build something this summer, man. You know, we can all be something bigger. So, you know, get better, stay positive. Just remember, I'm on. Let's see if I can remember all these. I should just say, you know, anywhere you can get your podcast. But really, you can get me on Google Podcasts. Anchor, you can get me on Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Amazon, Radio Public. Come on, Brandon. Come on, Brandon. And Apple Podcasts. I think that's everybody. I think I got everybody there. Good job, Brandon. Pat me on the back. Scratch my belly and call me a good boy. (laughs) What the fuck? I should have got out here before I said that. Oh, boy. No, but it's been a fun night I hope you've been enjoying this if you are, let everybody know uh, you can sponsor the podcast if you'd like if you go to Anchor I think you can sponsor I I don't know like I said you can let anybody know Um, if you ever want to be on the show let me know we're still getting that figured out Um, I know Dan was it Dan yeah Dan sent me the fan mail he's wondering if people can call in I'm almost where I've got it figured out it won't be so much you can call in, I can invite you in and we can record a podcast together or something, I don't know, because I'm not doing it live, I'm obviously doing it listening to it, making sure the sound's good, because sometimes it's good and sometimes I don't touch a thing and it sounds like I'm eating the goddamn microphone so I'm still figuring that stuff out but we're getting there, we're getting there together we're working through stuff, hopefully I don't sound like a complete fucking douchebag all the time um yeah, but if you like what you're listening to share it, like it subscribe, support, I guess, if you want to. You don't have to support it. You don't have to give me money. I'm fine there. Um, but yeah, other than that, thank you, have a good night. Stay positive. Get better. I'll see you next time on Wednesday. I'll be talking about The Sandlot probably exclusively about how much I love the goddamn movie. And I'll probably, uh, we'll have the Springsteen Song of the Week. I'm going to say it a different way every single time. It's going to be really weird. <laughs> thank you so much. Have a good night. Thanks for tuning in again.